Hello, I'm Hannah Jenna. And I'm Rachel Johnson, and welcome to Before and After, a body image podcast. We are here to discuss our ideas, perceptions, and beliefs about how we look and how we see others. We'll be looking at research and trends in the world of fitness and nutrition, as well as looking at our own biases related to body image and busting some persistent myths that abound in advertising and on social media. We hope to reach and captivate audiences of all ages and gender. So please help us out by subscribing and sharing. And if you like what you hear, we would very much appreciate you leaving us a review. Happy listening. What's up, everybody? Uh, We're late with this episode. We are. We didn't realize what day it was. (laughs) Uh, It kind of, well, I kind of did. But then got slightly sidetracked, ended up doing a last minute CrossFit competition at the weekend and on Saturday and then Sunday basically did something that I never do, which is lay on a couch all day. All day. Drinking mimosas. (laughs) That is the key to recovery. Binge watching a very good Apple Plus series. Um, Was it shrinking? Shrinking. Shrinking. Yes. Also good for recovery, I'm sure. So I felt like mildly guilty about doing absolutely nothing, <laughs> but I did get my butt out of bed to go and do barbell club, and then I sat on the and couch. And then you and sat that. on the couch. So technically, I did true. something, and I walked the dog twice that day. So oh, that's that's an active day. We just didn't podcast. <laughs> just didn't podcast. So that's why we're late. I'm sorry. Hopefully everybody noticed and is like up right. in arms been just about waiting where with their bated breath uh, for this episode to, to launch. Um, and before we get into today's topic, I do want to say that like, and, and this is something that for a future episode that I would kind of like to get into about sort of aging and losing trust in your body i guess because before this cross competition um i hadn't actually been to like an in-person competition since maybe 2018 Mm -hmm. um and actually i've never done an rx competition i've done like intermediate level and i've done masters but i've never actually done like an rx division which has lots of young people in it so um the day of I was like, you know, a little bit nervous, mostly just there to have a good time and not take myself too seriously. Um, but I was kind of thinking, this is really fascinating. Like, there was like moments of self-doubt, mostly as it was the competition was five hours away. And as I was driving there, I was like, man, can I do this? I'm not sure. And I was like, where is this coming from? Because it's not like I'm less fit than five years ago. I'm certainly capable of moving more weight. I was going to say, I think you're more fit, right? (laughs) I'm equally or more fit. I'm certainly capable of moving more weight. So I was like, this is interesting. Where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. And as I kind of like dug into a little bit, I was like, I think where kind of self-doubt comes from is like, you know, when when you are older and we're by no means old. I want to put that out there for everybody who's older starts rolling their eyes and going, come on. Um, but like, as I've gotten older and, you know, suddenly I'm no longer in the first set of masters age group. I'm now in the right. second set yeah, of masters aged up age into a group. whole new category. And I think some of like, it's, I used to have fear around like big lifts or certain movements. I don't have anywhere near the same amount of fear because I'm not like my mental game has changed. I'm no longer in a bad headspace with things. I don't beat myself up for stuff I can't do or things that I, you know, 
You know, yeah. if you have a bad day and I miss a lift that I quote unquote should be able to do, like I'm no longer kind of beating myself up for it. But I think there's an element of like how my body feels a lot of the time. I don't know if I trust it as much as I did five years ago. Interesting. And you knew with this competition, like did you knew the most of the workouts ahead of time? Knew four of the workouts ahead of time. Um, there was a lot of movements in there that I'd never done, mm-hmm. but they were stuff the that I was like, you knew, like, I can probably do that or yeah. figure it out, which is fun. And then there was one workout we didn't know again with some stuff in there that had never done before and figured it out in the fly. And then we came second and I stood on the podium and I was just like, damn, this is really cool. Cause when I looked around at the other people we were sharing the podium with, I would say I was older than everyone else by probably at least eight, if not 10 years. Really? Yeah. I, I almost would guess more, right? Because I think, I I mean, I remember the competition I did back in the fall. Um, the people next to us on the podium were like 24 and 25. So that's almost like 20 years. <laughs> well, my partner was 10 years younger than me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, your partner alone was 10 years difference. And there's another girl who I can't quite tell. I've seen her. I saw her at the West Coast affiliate um, big meeting thing. I'm not quite sure where I'd put her age wise, but I'm guessing early 30s. Yeah. But yeah, I was looking at that and then I was like, you know what? This is cool because I'm going to remind myself of this, that even though I'm sure my body will probably hurt more. In the mm-hmm. next co- couple of days, than anybody else standing <laughs> on this year olds will definitely recover right now, maybe, or faster. But at 42, like, I should trust my body because not only was I able to complete everything that was thrown at me, I was still able to figure stuff out on the fly that I've never done before. Yeah. I hit the weight I wanted to hit in the complex, despite it being like in direct sunlight over 90 degrees which is not a situation that I (laughs) have trained in and I was feeling very lightheaded and like head was pounding so there was running stuff prior to lifting yeah and you know even after the the, like four workouts when I was feeling just like I was borderline heat stroke I was still able to pull it together for our fifth mystery workout right at the end of the day and I was like huh maybe I should trust this these old bones Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it is, it's definitely interesting. I always love in like competitions, like the games where there's like some, you know, up and coming rookie um, and, and a bunch of like games veterans and there's some like long chipper or something where there's like strategy. And in workouts like that, you almost always see the veterans do better, right? Because it's, that's like trusting, I feel like trusting your body, trusting yourself is also like trusting you, you might have a lot more experience than a lot of other people out there too. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, you I'm know never, how to pace a workout. I never doubt myself you when it comes to pacing. Yeah. I think one of the things that got in my head is that um, there were kipping handstand pushups in the competition. So a workout on Wednesday at our gym, regular programming had strict handstand pushups, but I elected to kip because I, to I'm practice. not great at them. Yeah. So I just wanted to try and, you know, I haven't done them in a while. So I wanted to find my rhythm and I did like nearly 40 of them and went home and went oh shit and <laughs> couldn't turn my head properly oh. barely slept through wednesday night because i couldn't lay in bed and find a comfortable position my shoulder felt jacked up Uh-oh. i was just in straight pain which is why i did not come to thursday morning class because i know everyone was so worried Where's, i was <laughs> <Hannah> today like <laughs> i was literally like 
crap. And had there not been a competition, I even then I may not have come to the gym because I hurt that bad. And I swallowed like a boatload of Advil and had all sorts of biofreeze slapped on and heat pads and whatever I could do. And I was like, oh no, this is this does not bode well. And then I kind of was like, even if I feel better, the handstand push-up workout is early on in our like yeah. day. And if this happens again, then I'm screwed. So I was like, don't get in your head. Yeah. Just trust yourself that you'll be fine. And sure enough, by Saturday morning, like things were loose enough to be able to move and be fine. And then I just like, approached this competition. I was like, all right, you got to trust your fitness. And when the fitness runs out, which it will, yeah. trust your work ethic. Yeah. Because I know that I will dig deep and keep working until something falls off. <laughs> and that's the kind that's the kind of thing that comes with experience, right? I mean, I think I always think people who have been doing whatever the sport is the longest are often the ones that have that kind of grit, that tenacity to like just keep going. Um whereas, you know, I mean, we see that all the time, people who just like go out way too hot and they don't have the experience to know how to like moderate that or how to just like accept it and then keep going <laughs> they sort of panic or something so that's cool so that's i definitely good... um like i i feel more comfortable about competing in the master's environment just because you know i'm competing against yeah. more of a fair platform i would well, say and, and in that scenario chances are good you'd be the top of the podium so but <laughs> from a winning perspective too it might having not done anything like that in a really long time I would say, like, to everybody, you know, that I know who's goes to the gym regularly, who does CrossFit, especially Masters athletes who've never done one before, who are tempted but sort of slightly fearful, freaking do it. Yeah. Like, even if you don't stand on the podium, it's such a cool experience. And, like, I used to have an insane fear of people looking at me or cheering me on when I was picking up a barbell for, like, load. You don't usually like that. And... I stood there and went through the complex and people were like yelling my name and cheering and it, it was fun this time. That's so good because you definitely in the past, it's true, you've been one of those people that like you PR by yourself. Yeah. You don't like people watching you. You would say sometimes, I remember some of our older comps, like you would like underperform at comps. Like yeah. a lot of people get the adrenaline and they end up PRing or something and you'd be like, I'm like five pounds under my like, you know, yep. the weight or something. That's a breakthrough. So it's, it's really, it's, it was really fascinating. Like I, I came, I, I wondered how I'd feel when I came away. I just hoped to be able to hang in there and not make an idiot out of myself. Mm -hmm. And I walked away freaking proud of myself. So regardless of your age, but particularly if you're that little bit older and you're wondering if you really have a space yeah. in that environment, you know, I wouldn't say I want to do that like every weekend, <laughs> but it was very cool to go there and like just kind of remind myself of like the fact that at 42 almost 43 i still got it yeah you can hang with someone <laughs> can, 10 years younger than I can you still and hang podium next to people 15 years younger like so yeah that was pretty cool um so do it and and it right? goes along with my theme yep. that I promised myself this, this year, year that I would get out of my comfort zone at any possible opportunity. So there was Whitney, there was quarterfinals. And when this came up, my immediate reaction was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I had like a nice stretch lab appointment booked for Saturday and <laughs> it was meant to be a hot day. So I was like, I could go tan by the pool. And then I was like, 
I could, and all of that would be very lovely and very comfortable, <laughs> but that is not what I promised myself that I would do. So let's go. So yeah, all that to say, go to a competition. Yeah. Find yeah. something outside your comfort zone and say yes to it. And then even if, you know, the wheels come off the bus and you, you're five pounds <laughs> below what you wanted to do or you forget how to do something you do every day of the week, just go with like an open mind and and have fun because it is fun. It's fun to be like, let's see how fit I am. It did look like a particularly fun competition, too. I think all the all those unknown like, I mean, that's what is fun and scary about CrossFit is like the unknown Mm-hmm. And like that, this comp had like cool new elements. And it like, makes it better because then yeah. you don't go in with any Ex- expectations. Absolutely. You don't know what it's like to do hay bale hurdles. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't do that regularly at the gym. Or like so. hold, a hold a hammer, hammer out like in front of you. Or that did, yeah, that looked really Zurch fun. a carry an axle bar that weighs more than I do. <laughs> and end up smacking yourself in the teeth with it. But you know, whatever. They're still attached. It's fine. <laughs> she didn't lose a tooth, folks. I did not lose a tooth. <laughs> Felt like I'd lost a tooth, but it's still there. I feel like I don't know if um, we we need to do a future podcast on that. We we just had the conversation now. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, but CrossFit competitions is not actually our topic for today. Um, we could sp- probably spend the next hour talking about That's it. That's true. Um, we meander around. We will come back to that. So our topic for today is based around. Um, a good friend of ours, or something a good friend of ours said, who was also um, a client of mine, so I'm not going to share too many details, but she's currently looking fabulous. She's been putting in a lot of hard work, um, everything to do with her health, nutrition, her wellness, her fitness. She's really like, I mean, she's been working hard for years, but like this year, I want to give her a massive shout out for like just yeah, digging deep. Putting in the work. And putting in the work. And the results are showing. Like in how she looks, how she carries herself, like all sorts of things in many ways. And so she's been getting compliments from people. Um, And she mentioned that, you know, when people compliment her on how she looks, it makes her feel super uncomfortable. Yeah. So we thought we would talk a little bit about why that is and how you can go about complimenting somebody without making them feel like, Oh God, well, I don't know what to do with this. And, you know, I I honestly hate the idea of getting to a place where we can no longer give anybody a compliment um, and being silenced because I, I think that's really sad. But, you know, how do you give a compliment without it sounding, particularly when you're trying to compliment somebody on something like weight loss, without mm-hmm. it sounding like, you look great now because you look right. shit like, before. <laughs> how to not make it a veiled insult. And like, when I talked to yeah. her about it and I was like, interesting, like, why did it make you feel uncomfortable when somebody was to say, you know, hey, you look great. You know, you've lost weight. Nice work. And her response was actually because, you know, I'm used to when people look at my body that they're kind of thinking, oh, God, she's overweight. Mm-hmm. And so whenever anybody like refers to my body I'm always just immediately jump to like ah stop looking at me because you're just looking Ah, at me like you know I'm this kind of monster in the room and 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 I also thought about this that a lot of people that I've worked with whose goal is to lose weight that the reason the weight was there in the first place was kind of like a shield to like 
cover up sort of vulnerabilities and emotions. And when they've lost that weight and people notice, they feel sort of doubly naked. A, that people are paying attention to them. But B, they've also like shed the shield or the like metaphorical shield that was there. And now when people are looking at them, they sort of feel completely exposed. And most of the time when, you know, when people pay compliments, I do believe that it's from a good place. It's not saying... You look great now, because before, good lord. (laughs) Most people don't mean that, let's hope, yeah. And so, you know, there's sort of two sides to the story. Like, how do you pay somebody a compliment that's not sort of awkwardly offensive? And then if you are the person that's being complimented, how do you hear that and pause and choose to respond to it rather than just react like, oh god, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Don't know what to do with that. Ah. Uh, so you mentioned when we talked about this, you know, when somebody quote unquote complimented you and referred yeah. to you as getting skinny. Like, yeah. How did that make and you feel? I, I think you know this was. I we I remember we talked about this like way early on in the podcast, like somewhere early in the first season, but because um, it was back in the, the early time of the pandemic. Um, I had just started working with a nutrition coach for the first time myself um, and was just, you know, getting back into the gym after a lot of months uh, not in the gym. So, uh, yeah, like I was I was one of those people, I guess, that was starting to see visible results of like the work that I was putting in. And um, yeah, someone else at the gym one day was like, ah, you're getting skinny. And it was like, you know, this person kind of has like a, like a, a bit of an abrasive personality, I guess. So like it was, you know, it was said in kind of a funny, hard manner anyway. Um, but I was definitely like offended, I guess, like kind of because I was just like, uh, like skinny, like skinny's not like a, I don't know, like I was putting judgment myself on the word skinny because one, I by no means was probably fitting any definition of like skinny certainly in like the western ideal kind of thing right like um and I what I was feeling about myself at the time was like oh I look strong like I'm getting strong again I'm feeling really good so you know I made it weird by being like ugh, like I'm not skinny like I'm strong (laughs) Um, was there any part of you um, even if you didn't identify as like skinny, because like when I think of skinny, I think of like my anorexic body. Right, we which think is of the Kate Moss, tiny, uh, like, like heroin sheet that like, we've yikes, talked about so much. Yeah, kind of exactly. Physique. That's what I think of with skinny as well. Like but was there any like... part of you that deep down was like, ooh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate to admit that, but but yeah, probably, right? Because like I absolutely grew up in that world of like skinny is good. So I've had to, you know, unlearn that and fight against that. So I think part of me probably did react like, thank you. That's like, exciting. Yeah. But like, no, because because I also, you know, I again, I don't uh, objectively speaking on the skinny to, you know, less skinny spectrum. Like, I don't think I, I would have qualified as skinny. I, I've been skinny at one point, one point in my life, in my adult life. And it was when I was like atrophied and sick after coming out of the hospital for three weeks like that's what I think of as myself as skinny um but so I always relate the word skinny to sick yeah exactly so that's that's what I associate now as well um but I will openly admit that if somebody 
called me skinny, even though I'm not working yeah. towards trying to lose weight. Yeah. There was still a there's still right. a piece still of me that's like, react like oh yeah, and it is interesting like how words are so different, right? To me, like skinny for some reason sounds worse or or more like being sick than like slim, mm-hmm. right? Like slim or thin. Like there are certain words that also don't like they all have different nuances, which is weird because um, none of them actually mean anything objectively or measurable. Um, but yeah, so I think it's like both things happened, right? I was like upset because it wasn't something, but I was also like, okay, I guess that is like in his mind a compliment. Um, and so, you know, ever since then, it's like that happens a lot, but that also made me think more about how I compliment other people and like, how would I want to have been complimented at that time? So when I see someone who has maybe they've lost weight it could be that they've actually gained weight or something but it's like looking like they're changing their body composition and I want to compliment that like I'm trying to find different ways to do that that isn't about body size so an example lately you know is it was actually a work colleague and I I know that she's been going through some health things but I don't really I don't know her well enough to know what they are and I definitely don't know her well enough to know if she's like dieting or exercising or anything but I saw her one day at a meeting and I was like she looked really good Mm -hmm. and in my mind I was like it looks like she's lost some weight um but I was like I what I said to her I was like you know I was like you look really good today you like you look healthy like you're glowing and she just like actually like teared up and was like, you have no idea how much that means to me and how much I needed to like hear that. Right. And so it's like, I was like, how do I make this not about Glowing is like an interesting one. Cause that's usually yeah. like in reference to, to a like, pregnant. Right. Room. It also so has then, connotations. You were like, so like, you're glowing. And then immediately they were like, oh, uh, do I look right? Pregnant? But she didn't, I think, cause I said healthy first. Like, okay. <laughs> like I definitely, cause you're right. I thought of that too. I was like, you can't just go around telling people they, they're glowing <laughs> because you're right. I don't know when that became associated with pregnancy, but like the pregnancy glow is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it sucks for the rest of us who, you know, I in, want to glow, in, invest in a lot of skincare. <laughs> like we get to glow too <laughs> without being pregnant. Put shimmery shit on my cheeks. Right? I'm literally glowing. Absolutely. Like, um, but it was it was definitely one of those things where like that's a recent example where I was like oh that was well received like just saying like you know you look you look healthy like you look happy today, <laughs> um, but I feel like some people would take that in a, in a weird way they'd be like what does that mean do I usually look sick <laughs> like so um, yeah I mean I don't know there's definitely I'm sure there's other ways so that's one example of where I was complimented and I reacted and then I've tried to like do that differently with other people. Um, and that's the, t- the hard part where like, I think it would be a shame that if we get to a place and you know, there's, there's a lot of things these days where, you know, you almost can't say anything because whatever you say is going to, could potentially be offensive in some way, you know? And, and I think, I think that would be sad to not be able to say, yeah. I recognize your hard work. Right. Or it could be, like, not necessarily offensive, but it could be, like, triggering, right? Like, you're saying, like, if someone is, like, ooh, you look skinny, the little part of you that, like, you know, when you were anorexic was, like, wanted so desperately I mean, to that be skinny. Is, that's, like, connecting to a different It is. Part, that, I like, mean, that is really funny because, or really, not funny, but, like, weird. <laughs> yeah, because, like, weird on funny. the one hand, to me, if I was skinny, then, like, 
what I th- what I sort of my image of being skinny means that I can no longer do any of the stuff that I want to do, can right. do, work towards in the gym. Yeah. And that would be tragic. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to go and do my damn CrossFit competitions and right. show the yeah. youth how it's done. Um, but there's also that kind of notion of like, ooh, I don't have much body fat. Right. So for me, like the ultimate compliment that someone can pay me is saying like, you look really lean. Yeah. Be like, ooh, Hannah, you're looking like nine and a half percent today. Plate of steak. <laughs> That would be <laughs> that'd be weird. Like, like people like nine so, and a half percent. So what, oh, one of my up favorite to ten things, today. This is totally not like it's hilariously unrelated. But like one of my favorite things is um, so my partner has a '62 Chevy, like a vintage truck, um, and when he used to drive it around, um, people love like the way I don't know the way like car guys or like old guys with who love trucks like. When that drives by, they just shout out a number. They're like, 64? 63? You know, they like shout out, they're guessing a year. So maybe we should normalize that. Like, I'll just see you in the morning and be like, Anna, 11? 11 today? What's the body fat? God, can you imagine? I feel like that would put a lot of people in a really bad space. Yeah, no, absolutely. That will be only funny with you and like a small group of people. And then when I come in crying and be like, not 11? Yeah, not 11? <laughs> no, but it's, yeah, you're right. It's like there are, we all have that perception of what skinny means, what lean. I feel the same. Like, I feel like, to me, when if someone was like, wow, you're looking strong, my brain translates that into my body fat percentage is probably lower because people can see my muscles, <laughs> right? Like, if I'm looking strong, it means people can see my muscles and you can see them more. See, interestingly, when you're toned. Oh, toned. <laughs> the, the ultimate goal I. to be toned. Lean uh, with lean, muscle. Like, so lean to me is like that triggers the happy vibes. I'm like, yeah, ooh, lean. ooh, I like that. Strong, I like it and I want to look strong. Mm hmm. But, you know, strong could also be strong men. And those, those guys are huge. They are big muscles, True. but big body fat that comes with it. So if somebody told me that I look strong, then I would be like, that's a weird word for you to use oh, for me. Yeah. So you basically saying you're looking a little chunky these days, but that's rude. So I'm going to call you strong. Oh, interesting. Isn't that, I, that weird? You know, to I you, it's like the compliment. And that. to me, I'm like, yeah. Huh. What do you mean by um, but that? But I guess that I can see that. You're right, because we also associate, you're right, like but strong also, man competition. I want to put strong... it out there that I, you know, if I'm on the receiving end of a compliment, then I'm always going to frame it in my mind that right. this person is meaning they like, mean a good. good thing. Exactly. So if you tell exactly. me something like, you know, oh, you'll, you know, your legs look bigger or you're strong or something. Even if there's a part of me that goes, oh, then I'm going to make sure that I go, that person is just, you know, saying something nice and that's their, their, their word choice. You know, if somebody tells me like, oh, you look sick. Right. Or, (laughs) you know, you hopefully people are right. Actually, I think I would be like offended, most offended if somebody told me I look toned. (laughs) <laughs> I, well, because that that word to me just, just makes me want to smack someone and be like, "Oh my goodness, that word doesn't mean anything." But, but yes, I think like, yeah, I also always want to assume, and that's actually something that um, there's been like research on this that women, 
when you compliment, when anyone compliments um, a woman's clothing, women, much more so than men, apparently, um, answer, like their response to a compliment of their clothing is almost always how much it cost. Yeah. Like I got it on sale. Yeah. Like we yeah. want to like we or like what was the other one? It's something like like how long you've had it. Like we we qualify it. Mm-hmm. We somehow like so, we make a self-deprecate ultimately something that is self-deprecating like um it, very very few women say thank you. That's what I well so this was what I was talking to my anything. My friend who I made reference to at the beginning who's who's looking fabulous. And she was like, I don't know what to say when yeah. someone says something because I'm just, right. I'm not used to it. And then I just kind of go, ah, and I'm like, how about, how about thank you? Thank you. And then walk away. And yeah. when you get a moment, dig into that. Like, why do you feel that way? Like, yeah. what makes you feel so uncomfortable? And, you know, because, yes, your motivation for continuing to put in the work and to be like, really, for her, this, the work is all based around optimal health and everything else is a mm-hmm. pleasant side effect. Yeah. Um, and she's doing great. And it's like, you know, you say thank you in the moment, walk away and then dig into why this makes you feel uncomfortable. We don't like to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. We don't like to explore like the whys or dig deep into that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. you deserve that. Everything you're doing comes from internal motivation as it should. Yeah. But every now and again, a little external motivation. Absolutely. Recognition of hard yeah. work. Like, why do we have awards in this yeah. world for shit? Yeah. Why do we have podiums at competitions yeah. to recognize yeah. hard work and achievement? And I feel like yeah. and that's where I don't want, I would hate to be in a place where we all got silenced and we can no longer give compliments for fear of accidentally upsetting person mm-hmm. because recognition is important. I think that was actually the topic of that podcast where I first, we first talked about being called skinny. It was on recognition, yeah. right? How do you recognize, you recognize for good work? And it is, it is very motivating to be recognized. Um, and I think it's, I, I had a similar conversation, I think after y'all had talked and we were talking through the same thing and, and we were talking about how like sometimes you do want, you know, you want to accept the compliment, but if it is someone you like, know well enough and you also want to like help them maybe reframe or rethink how they give compliments like if someone is like wow you look like you look great like you've lost weight like thank you I feel really healthy or like like right like like even adding to the thank you like something that is in addition to looking a certain way right like because it's like oh if that's someone that really cares about you that you care about and you want them to know that you also have been working really hard or you feel really good um that like maybe like that's another way to sort of accept a compliment and probably do what i did unsuccessfully with the skinny comment which is like you know also help that other person maybe reframe like what they're thinking of right and i think so many people struggle with taking a compliment and just like even starting out with the practice of saying thank you yeah and walking away yeah absolutely because they don't feel like they're worthy Mm -hmm. of the compliment or maybe they've had experiences of if it's if we're talking weight loss here um yo-yo dieting where Mm -hmm. they're not anticipating that what they're doing is gonna last right at some point they're gonna f it all up and undo it yeah um but i think you know in this case Certainly for this person we're referencing, she is absolutely worthy. And, 
you know, even doing an exercise, which may make you feel really dumb, but like standing in front of the mirror, imagining the compliment and just practicing thank, thank you. you. Yep. And looking yourself in the eye and do it until you freaking believe it, that you, you deserve that. Mm -hmm. Now, the other tricky thing with compliments, and this is where it's like, like I said, I hate the world where we have to overthink everything just in case. But then there's the scenarios of where you want to compliment somebody, but you're just not sure. Like, right. is she pregnant or did she gain a few pounds? <laughs> right. <laughs> we have, um, you know, it's very sad. We lost a friend recently and, you know, he lost a good amount of weight. You know, when he first started to lose yeah. weight, he looked like somebody who had just decided to lose some pounds. Right. And little I mean, did you yeah, know, was... like if you'd gone up to him and been like, wow, you look really great. And like... the answer would have been like, that's because I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing weight because my body is unhealthy. Um, my body is like, you know, fighting something brutal. Yeah. And so it, it is tough and you never know. And I think, you know, if you find yourself as if you're the complimenter and, you know, you accidentally say, when's it due? Or you look great. Yeah. And the response back is like, not uh, quite yeah. what you're expecting. Then, you know, I don't think necessarily you need to go bury your head in the sand and feel mm -hmm. terrible and never pay another compliment again. You know, you could just say, I'm really sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Or I think, you know, I've heard a few people who've made the pregnant mistake. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm of the opinion that you should never say congratulations unless to any you're woman sure. unless you are completely sure that pregnancy is a thing. I actually learned this very practically from a friend of mine who has... Um, I think it's is it endometriosis. Mm -hmm. um, so often like when when there's like a flare up of endometriosis, you kind of get a little pot belly because it's like yeah. inflamed and swollen. Right. And I have known very, um, you know, slim friends, like friends who don't have a very big body size. And when their endometriosis flares up, it absolutely looks like a baby bump. So like that just solidified it for me. Like I will never say congratulations to someone in reference to thinking they're pregnant, like e unless I am, unless I have received an invitation to their baby shower. <laughs> actual <laughs> like, evidence that actual a baby exists. Evidence. And also like an early stage pregnancy, like some, some women like very obviously look pregnant. Yeah. And then some women, um, I, you know, I, I know Don't, one yeah. who I, I was honestly for a long time was just like, is she? Yeah. Because <laughs> she just didn't. And it wasn't until she was like, Popped seven like or seven eight months, months yeah. pregnant where she actually looked like she had like a baby belly and not just yeah. like she'd gained some weight around oh. the middle and i was like that's just so fascinating like it is and as we always say everybody's body is different so it's going to yeah. do different things but yeah i'd say definitely say with the baby one if you don't know yeah just Steer think of something of else to say it's awkward <laughs> but yeah it's like i said i don't i, I it is tough coming up with the right thing to say and, you know, like even using like a compliment around health can be tricky. True. Like a reference with our friend um, who, you know, was suffering from cancer and for a while you could have looked at him and even if you were trying to like yeah. say a compliment that wasn't Absolutely. around like, oh, hey, you've lost some weight and you were trying to make reference to health. Well, that would fall flat. Yeah. But that's where I think, you know. I will always try and see, unless I know somebody is particularly malicious and is coming at me hard. Right. Hopefully that's not the case often. But. If you find yourself on the receiving end of a compliment that kind of makes you go, Ugh, 
one compliment in particular or if it's every time somebody's like hey great work you know you look whatever they say yeah and it makes you feel really awkward say thank you unless it's nasty and then you can tell them whatever you like (laughs) but if it's fundamentally intended to be like a recognition of your work say thank you and then when you get a moment dig into the feelings Like, where does it come from? Why can you not accept that compliment? Why does your head automatically go to, oh, they're they're obviously judging me in my past and what I look like. And and you might find some interesting stuff, but you got to be prepared to get uncomfortable. It's true. It's true. Say the thank you so you don't act uncomfortable in the moment. (laughs) If that's your, (laughs) if that's the thing you struggle with. Um, But yeah, it's true. I mean, it's the same thing as like, you know, when people are like, hey, how you doing? Fine. Right? Like, we're, we're so conditioned to say fine. Like, it's all, it's the most common answer, right? And most of the time, like, we're not fine. But, like, we don't answer that question honestly, right? So it's always interesting to me when I'm in spaces where, like, people actually answer that question honestly. <laughs> well, like, but if you use the word fine, you always know that that's total untruth. Right. I mean, yeah, it's such a it, – that, that word means nothing. But, like um, – that word means shut up and go away. I don't want to talk to you. Right. It's like, yeah, exactly. It shuts down the conversation. But in a way, it's like, it's, 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 yeah, in that sense, maybe it's a negative version of the thank you part, which is like just to cultivate, like, thank someone when they compliment you, right? And assume that they are coming at it from a good place, um, right? They obviously see something that they are associating with a good thing. But I also think, like, if you feel a little awkward receiving compliments, then, um, I mean, there's obviously a multitude of reasons why that would happen, but it could also be kind of a good sign that the work that you're putting in does come from an internal motivation space that like you're doing mm, it yeah. for you, yeah. that you're not out there seeking attention and seeking compliments. And if you don't get compliments in a day right. that, you know, the world's going to fall apart. And that's another thing to think about, like the flip side of the coin is like, if you are currently following some kind of diet plan or exercise plan, and the whole goal of this is to like collect compliments, Mm -hmm. then that's probably a sure sign that whatever this program is that you're following at some point, you're going to fall off a cliff with it. Yeah, that might not be sustainable. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's like all the research done on social media and, you know, how it affects people's mental health in terms of getting likes and getting, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we put out an image on social media. Most of the time it is to hopefully garner some likes or some attention and that, yeah, it's that that can be great and it's not always that that's a bad thing, but it also is similar to that, right? Like how do you, what what is your motivation for doing things? Is it to get attention or is it, to celebrate yourself or like, right? Like celebrate work you're putting in or yeah. So dig into that, Hmm. figure it out, Yeah, figure it out. When was (laughs) the, what was the last compliment you got? Um, actually, well today at the gym, I ran into a friend I hadn't seen in class in a while. And, um, she was like, Oh, you look great. And she looked at like my traps and my shoulders. I could tell like she was looking at like my shoulders and I was like, ah, thanks. But I mean, that's another lifter, right? Like that's someone who, um, in saying you look great, 
I was like, she thinks I look strong. Like I look gym strong, which I took very much as a compliment. Nice. Because she is a lifter. I know she works her ass off as well. And so, um, yeah, that felt good. Have you ever had um, a situation where somebody said something shitty to you that you've actually taken as a compliment? Ooh. I can think of one example for sure that I've had. Share yours. I'll think about that. So I remember going into a bar a few years ago in Santa Barbara. It was summertime, so had no sleeves on my shirt, like tank top situation. And was with a couple of friends who, you know, also sort of fit and strong ladies. And this guy just like was staring at us. Not yeah. in a kind of like, ooh, there's some hotties. He was just staring in a kind of like, Oh uh-huh. my God, sort of a way. And you could tell that like he just something was like burning. Like he was not going to be able to not say something. Yeah. Even though, you know, he had no reason to talk to us, no need to talk to us, but the look of us bothered him so much. And we happened to end up having to like be near him to order a drink from the bar. And he was just like, first of all, there was the steroids comment. Oh. And then you can take these things too far and then like that's not very feminine okay well and he's a fucking little, troll and <laughs> but uh, little did he know like all three of i think there was three of us all three of us just smiled and i think we right. were all like thanks because <laughs> little did he know that he just paid us like the greatest right. compliment i'm like you idiot yeah like that's an idiot we, firstly we don't care what mm. you say and secondly you just basically called out that we have great arms and shoulders yeah. and probably better than his arms oh, for and shoulders. Sure. Um, and that this is just, you know, a reflection of your own insecurity. So you've made yourself look dumb and you've given us a compliment that you didn't even realize you were doing. So cool. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And I think we all in unison kind of went, thanks. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, like Oh, you like, you like that? No like, one, yeah. no one's crying and running for the door. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Also, no one's asking for his phone number, I'm sure. Ever. No, absolutely not. Um, so I, a similar one, that actually reminded me because it wasn't, it definitely wasn't meant to be an insult because it was uh, coming from like a, a six or seven year old girl. Um, but I remember years ago, you did one of these with me, the um, Celebrating Women and Girls in Sports Day mm-hmm. at Girls Inc. And so uh, I can't remember if it was the year that you were there with me, but it was one of those years. And so basically it was just running um, a little mini clinic for uh, young girls, running them through an obstacle course, talking to them about CrossFit and like functional fitness and stuff like that. And um, when I took off my sweatshirt, one of the girls was like, you have muscles like my brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. And it was like, oh, thank you. Right. Cause it was like to her, her brother was like this strong person. Right. And she was like, recognized that. And I was like, you know, to me, that was a compliment. Right. Cause I know that she was just like, she was not trying to like gender it. She wasn't saying you look manly or not feminine in her world. Men were strong. Right. Her brother is the, like the strong one probably. So that one was definitely one that like, I definitely took as a compliment. And then I also was like, yeah, like she just reflected what, the assumptions of a lot of the world are is like women aren't supposed to be strong. Um, 
but that was the whole point of that day, right? Was to like show these young young girls and young women that like there's all kind of awesomeness in sports and um And I find that, yeah. you know, most of the time if I get any negative feedback about how I look rather than react to it, I just like I feel sorry for you because yeah. that's obviously, you know, dick move for having mm-hmm. to vocalize it, but that's your own insecurity coming out and that's not a problem with how I look because really how I look, whether it's like I look now, whether it's twice my size or half my size is none of your business. Yeah. Um, but I have had some awesome ones too. Like I remember going through TSA once, I can't remember <laughs> the airport and, you know, go th- walk through the machine and then I'm waiting for the scanner thing to show up. And there was a, a lady who was ready to do the searches for the ladies. And she was like, Oh my God, I love your arms. And like literally oh, yeah. the entire, she said it. So she was one of these people that just had like a, a massive personality carried. and yeah. a voice that carried and the entire yeah. like security area just stopped and turned around. And I was yeah. like, this, if ever there's a moment to just smile and say, thanks, thanks. it's right now. <laughs> and there was a part of me that was slightly cringy, but then there was a part of me that was like, you know what? I look how I look right now because I work really hard. Yeah. Almost every day of the week. Yep. And I pay attention to the things that I eat. I'm not obsessive over it. You know, I'm not like quote unquote perfect at what I eat. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm not mindless in any way. Right. It's and all I very intentional. Pay you attention very hard. <laughs> to sleeping and managing all of my stress levels. And that's kind of like daily work yeah so i'm freaking proud of how i look and when that gets recognized i'm gonna say thank you because once upon a time going in the opposite direction where i thought that like skinnier and skinnier was better and better and that people would more and more notice that the the noticing things turned into like pity yeah yeah and there is nothing worse than when someone's looking at you like oh god yeah you'd you don't look nice. And, you know, like I said, I've worked with all sorts of shapes and sizes and ages and, all, you know, all the rest of it. And for the most part, you know, people come because they want to lose some weight. But, you know, and while I've never been like in a position where I've had a lot of weight to lose, I've been at the other end of the spectrum where you get the looks of like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. The pity looks. And so, you know, if people want to pass comment on how I look, whether it's positive or whether it's like backhanded, you can take these things too far kind of a comment. I don't mind because like fundamentally I do everything that I do, whether it's gym stuff to like make myself fit and strong and healthy, whether it's the like Botox, hair dye, anything else on the outside, yeah. I do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. To make me feel good. And I do it and it comes from 97% internal motivation and not in any way to try, you know, I don't go to the gym every day to try and look a certain way for Instagram or to try and impress, you know, my husband or anybody else. It's purely so that I can feel good and I can look in the mirror and be like, I work hard. Yeah. And I like that because I have a strong work ethic and that shows up in my biceps. Great. Great. (laughs) And I think that, I mean, that really ultimately, I feel like confidence is the key to, I think, both like probably accepting and giving compliments, Mm -hmm. right? Like if, you know, whatever it is, if it's 
a compliment that's backhanded, if it's a, you know, a genuine one, like all this kind of stuff, if it's one that makes you awkward, having confidence is like what allows you to just be like, thank you. Because whatever their motivation is, whatever, you know, hopefully it's coming from a good place and you're assuming that, but like, it's really how you receive it is probably more about how you feel about the work you're putting in. Um, and I think confidence is built on a platform of feeling like you deserve it. Yeah, exactly. Getting yourself to right? a place like, of being like, I am yeah. worthy of this. Yeah. And if you can't stand in front of the mirror and be like, I am worthy of this, mm-hmm. then that's time to dig into like, why? Because ultimately... If you can't today say that you are worthy, then it doesn't matter. Like if your goal is 50 pounds of weight loss and you lose 50 pounds, if you know nothing about why you don't feel worthy, trust me as somebody who lost a hell of a lot of weight very fast, I, it didn't solve any problem. Yeah. That doesn't change the mindset. Make me feel more worthy or more accepted or more liked or loved or any of the rest of it. In fact, it made it worse. Yeah. And that's why like, the internal work, like nothing good will happen on the outside until the internal work is done. And that's why I feel like for a friend who we referenced at the beginning of this, that a lot of the internal pieces of the puzzle are starting to fit nicely where they're meant to be, which is why the external stuff can now start to happen. But she's just got to get used to those compliments. Gotta they're going to come. Them, right? I they mean, are going to keep and coming. And I want her to get to a place get, where she can be like, thank damn you. right. Yeah. Like, I'm exactly. worth Not just say thank you, but like really be like, feeling. yeah, like I totally feel that. Because like when you actually, like, when somebody pays you a compliment, even if it's kind of janky and they fuck it up trying to get the right <laughs> words out. If you can see that as like, this person is recognizing and acknowledging. Yeah me and what I've done and that doesn't mean like they were th- they're saying oh you looked like shit before yeah. they're just saying good for you like not to just like hear that and accept it but to feel it yeah and actually have that little mini moment of like I'm celebrating me <laughs> I'm freaking <laughs> awesome yes because that actually then fills up the internal motivation cup a little bit more it kind of revitalizes it because like none of us can keep endlessly you know working hard and never having a moment of like is this all worth it yeah should i just go swimming in a pint of ice cream and (laughs) a couple of bottles of wine and call it good we all have those thoughts um but you know if you allow those compliments to kind of not just bounce off like sink in yeah and feel it then you're going to get a little pep in your step. Absolutely. And if someone says something that's like asshole-ish or just rude, (laughs) well, you can just ignore those people. Ignore them. And understand that anybody who feels the need to say anything just rude or unnecessary or not asked for it's probably more a reflection about where they are in their own lives than anything to do with you. Because, you know, it's like the pregnancy comment. If you're not sure, if you don't know something or you don't know somebody, there's really no need to say anything at all. Yes. So if you find yourself saying things, then it's probably more because there's something going on with you than that person really needs your commentary. As much as confidence helps you receive a compliment, insecurity is what, you know, makes people give insults or, you know, respond. Like basically, you know, the guy in the bar was so was basically threatened by the presence of three amazing 
strong, powerful women. And, and he felt the need to try to bring you down. And y'all didn't give him that satisfaction, which is pretty amazing. The greatest, <laughs> greatest way to combat that is to literally smile and say, thanks. Yeah. Because trust me, if it ever happens to you, that person will not know they what to do. They will not know what to do. When that you, is like, the greatest way for, to like, disarm. Yeah. When, you know... You know, the, the greatest, I think Eddie Izzard once said, British comedian, the greatest element of attack is the element of surprise. And he was talking about how oh, yeah. if you actually sent an army of transvestites into war and suddenly the the enemy saw them all in lipstick and high heels, they would just be like, what? It's a tactic. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you know, whatever someone says, if you're like, cool, thanks. They will not know what to do if they've come it at you with something takes shady. the wind out of their trolling sails for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So what would be the greatest compliment that somebody could pay you right now? Remember this, people. <laughs> the greatest compliment. Where you would honestly like accept it and be like, damn, I feel good right now. Oh, oh, that That is a hard question. I mean. Awkward silence. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to answer that. Can I like say like the best compliment I feel like I've received? Yeah. So like I, um, cause I actually think this one was meant in a different scenario that is not physical, but it was like, it really did make me feel good. So it was after like a meeting at work and I had had to facilitate something. We were having this conversation. It was a big like strategy session. We were problem solving and stuff like that. Um, and one of my colleagues that I was working with afterwards was just like, wow, like, Rachel, you are a force. And like, it's always stuck with me because like, you know, basically she was just like, wow, you like facilitated the shit out of that meeting and it was really productive and you summed it up and all this stuff and you were really like commanding. Um, but like, I've carried that with me because I feel like that's also the kind of compliment I want to get like physically. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we talk all the time about in the gym, we're like generating power and force. And like that is always the most motivating thing to me. So maybe it's like, you know, being called strong, dude, on your forearm. But it's like something like it's a little bit more than just getting complimented for being strong. It's like you are powerful, I guess. Right. Like powerful. That's what I yeah, That's a good compliment because that okay. means so many different things. Right. That can be it. it doesn't. It's not necessarily physical. You can have emotional power. You can have intelligent power. Like, yeah, I feel like lean into that. If someone were like, you seem powerful, that would be an epic compliment. Cool. I like it. What about you? Um, Honestly, like, I think some of the coolest things that people have said to me sort of in recent memory that that have really kind of those moments where you actually stop and you're like mm. and you do that mm. little smile little, to yourself. I love it what you do, mm. they can only hear the sound but what you did with your head is exactly what we all do where you're like the little like put your hands under your chin and kind of exactly that where you have that little moment where you're like oh yeah it's me um has to do with kind of defying expectations of age Oh, Whether that's nice. like physical appearance or then more that like it's more significant, like in terms of like what your body can do mm -hmm. in terms of being like fit and strong and stuff. Yeah. Because like as a kid, you know, I always, you know, back in the 80s, once you're in your 40s, it's not quite 
as bad as it was a decade or two before, but it was still like once you got into your 40s, you kind of like, you know, you'd had your kids and you were married for life and you had your job for life and you kind of went, here we go. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go gray and call it good. Um, We were kind of on the tail end of that sort of, you know, by the time you're in your 50s, you wore beige and that was beige. (laughs) (laughs) You do wear a lot of beige. You're practically wearing beige right now. You love you love oatmeal. But that's it's cool now. (laughs) Taupe. It's cool now. But like back I remember my mom when I was a kid, she was just like, Man, if I'm ever like a granny and all I do is wear beige, will you call me out? And I'm like, Well, sure, but you're you're just going to be a granny and wear beige. Right. You're, we're all going to be there one day, probably. But, you know, there's ways of wearing beige. And, you know, then there's like 80s granny beige. <laughs> there's different granny beige. It's different. Okay. okay. All right. Um, <laughs> but it is really fun to be able to keep up with and every now and again show up like the 20 year olds and like have that sort of shock and surprise when they see you physically very capable mm-hmm. that you haven't turned 40 and just crumbled yeah and that they don't believe and for the most part i'm gonna believe them and not think they're just bullshitting me because they're slightly scared but like when they find out your age and they're genuinely like what yeah that's true what i feel like that happens at the gym a lot right like we have like people in our classes that i can definitely remember that like times where they find out how old we are and they're like whoa like you're crushing it or like something like that where you're like, oh yeah, that's right. My age does make that more surprising. (laughs) Like what we do is more surprising. That's true. That's a good compliment. And that is one where people could potentially take offense to it, right? Like if people are surprised at your age, like you could think they're judging you for, you know, yeah. And again with age, if you're not sure, you don't yeah, have don't. to say anything because there's definitely the, like the other the opposites happen where I've seen people who are like I've you know in my head made an assumption about their age and mm-hmm. then I find out that they're way older or way young oh my I should say it the other way way younger than I thought right. that they were and then I'm like yikes right oops I don't yeah, know what to yeah, say yeah. so I'm going to say nothing yeah but all that to be said I do think that it is important to recognize people's hard work oh for sure and occasionally and you're gonna swing yeah. and miss and you'll just get flustered or say the wrong thing or you know maybe compliment somebody and actually the reason they're losing weight's because they're not well mm-hmm. and that's not your fault yeah right then and yes it's inevitable that if that happens you're gonna feel bad about it but you weren't to know and it's not your fault yeah if you're unsure about the pregnancy thing just never say anything. never say anything <laughs> same with age like unless yeah. you're you know if, yeah. so, if somebody you know you're not sure you don't have to say anything but you know recognizing someone's hard work is i think it is important you know it's important in every aspect of life i mean that's why community is so important right in the world of crossfit people stick with crossfit because of the community and like other people appreciating your work showing like and recognition f- is a huge piece of that. And for the most part, I think you can tell the difference between like asshole in the bar. Right. <laughs> and somebody who's, you know, just trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, quite often when people are paying someone a compliment, 
you do get a little nervous about trying yeah. to say the right thing. And maybe by getting nervous about trying to say the right thing, you just kind of fumble it right. and say slightly the wrong thing. But that doesn't mean your intentions were in any way bad. Yeah. It doesn't mean like if you're the person on the receiving end and it makes you feel uncomfortable being complimented, that person is not trying to say, you looked like crap before. Glad you got your shit together. They're just saying, great work. Yeah. And practice saying thanks because thanks... You know, you can like Rachel added some extras to the thanks, which right. you can get to, but start by saying thanks yeah, because I'm you know what? It works if somebody's paid you a compliment and they're, you know, a genuine compliment, mm-hmm. even if you're like, ah, don't know what to do, say thanks yeah. and then walk away and unpack it. If someone's just been a dick to you, say thanks and you just That's disarmed true. the it shit works out of in them. in both directions. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to try that out. I'm going to work on just saying thank you. Full stop. And you know, don't you don't have to tell anybody what you're doing or how you've done it right. or why you're doing it, or how long you've do, yeah. long you've been doing it for. In the same way, like if or somebody you've bought that shirt at Target for for two ninety nine, and I'm just as guilty of that. Oh, we all like literally, it is scientifically proven. We do that naturally. Like it's so, on sale. It's on sale. <laughs> Look at him! I got it so cheap. Buy it on Amazon. Get it tomorrow. We can yeah, be done. Exactly. <laughs> Men but, don't do that. I don't know. Like, that is very much like a gendered it's literally, scientific uh, we conclusion. Just run, you know, anybody says anything complimentary, it's like, for some reason, it's zero to panic. Yeah. And then you start saying weird shit. Oh, no. What if I got? Th- I, I paid full price for this. Like, I don't know what to say. So actually, you know, in any kind of compliment situation, by saying thanks, you just bought yourself some time to stop yourself from... Getting awkward. Getting awkward and fumbling around to to figure out thank you is your default, you can save yourself that weird, awkward moment. And then even if you don't believe right there and then when you first start saying thank you that you deserve it, make a note and then go home and work on it and stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself you're worthy. And remember that no matter how hard you're working, if you don't believe that you're worthy, you're building a house with no foundations. And it doesn't matter... The results that you get, they will not last until you believe that you are worthy of a compliment. And you are. Unless you're the asshole in the barn and you're not worthy. Yeah, that guy's not. (laughs) No. I hope he's learned something. I I hope he's grown since then. But I also hope that you can get past your insecurities and turn into a nicer dude. Yep. And then you can come back with a compliment. (laughs) Nice. And I think that pretty much sums it up for today. That's a good summary. So... Thank you for listening. Sorry that we're late and we'll try and be more punctual next time. (laughs) 